Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Squatch Detective Radio for today's date, September 12th, 2010. And uh, here we are again, folks, on another Sunday night, along with my compadre from, de- from well, it's not really a south, it's kind of a border state, but Chris <laughs> got it. <laughs> how are you, buddy? Uh, all right, how you doing, Steve? All right, well, you know, I purposely set myself up a trip like that. It's kind of funny. It's like, well, I, well you know how I think about it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, uh, Kentucky's really kind of considered the south, but uh, I don't know where it looks like it's right about the middle. Uh, <clears throat> well, in the Civil War, it was kind of neutral. Yeah, yeah, we had uh, we had some battles fought in Kentucky. It was pretty cool, but uh, I don't think we cared one, one way or the other who won. <laughs> Uh, the Hatfields and McCoys came from Kentucky, too. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you know them by chance? No. Long long history of feuding, though. Uh, you get over, especially over in the eastern Kentucky, the mountainous regions. And uh, that's a different kind of people over there. I mean, uh, yeah, those, those folks will kill you. But we're in luck that I speak hillbilly, so whenever you want to do some investigation in the uh, Kentucky, I can translate for you. Chris, do you still have me on? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Uh, for some reason, uh, I have a headset mic, and uh, my webcam is actually, for some reason, overriding my mic on my headset. So is my right. volume okay? Yeah, sounds good to me. Can everybody in, okay. in the chat hear Steve okay? Sounds good to me. I, I, 
I, I have no idea why it's doing that, but I pulled it off and I, 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 I saw the webcam was on and I unplugged it and I'm like, what? <laughs> no, yeah, no, I think uh, no. The yeah, blog talk has probably got a few issues tonight too. Uh, I hear a little static every now and then, and uh, but we'll just try to do the best we can and make it through. Yeah, and that, that's uh, very disconcerting now that I, I have this wonderful headset on and it doesn't work with the. Uh, Great. Uh, 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 <laughs> hey, uh, oh, no, Brandon. Uh, uh, we do have a request from Brandon. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, we do enjoy some banjo music in Kentucky. Okay. But, you know, the main thing is I speak hillbilly. So, you know, I can translate from that uh, upstate New York accent to uh, Kentuckian. <laughs> ah! Okay, well, <laughs> uh, our, our good friend Steve Stryfer, who was uh, on uh, last week on our roundtable about the the Bigfootery Inquirer, um, uh, has just, and this is within the last, I would say, maybe 12 hours. Oh. Um, has been uh, been uh, kicked off for oh. um, uh, well, I haven't been kicked off, but it's been marked as private by its owner. Oh. If you were invited to view this blog, please log in below. Very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. That's strange. <laughs> well, it, it, it's strange because uh, uh, some stuff was uh, actually uh, – Steve and I have been talking a little bit this week, and, uh, well, uh, we, we think the nail has been put on the head. So <laughs> and we're kind of like, hmm. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to really say who it is. You know, it's up to Steve. If he wants to say who it is, that's fine. But uh, I, I won't because that, that's just my, my standards. But anyway, there's a lot to get to tonight. Um Um, here we go. Uh, well, for those who don't know, uh, this came out on um, on uh, Crypto Mundo just uh, yesterday, I believe, uh, or maybe the day before. I've been working on some stuff on SquatchDetective.com, and it's been really a, a busy week. You know, it's my work week. But anyway, I was learning that uh, Karen Crabtree, who was the sister-in-law of Keith Crabtree, the man who played the monster in the woods in the Boggy Creek, uh, one of the crab trees apparently passed away uh, almost a year and a half ago, and uh, uh, w- w- according to her, she was 50 years old, died on January 18, 2009, in uh, Louisiana uh, from an automobile accident, which apparently she was ejected from the vehicle. Um, but uh, she uh, is probably uh, most known for being the clerk at the Monster Mart down in Falk, Arkansas. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I don't know if you've ever been to Falk. a very interesting place. I've been to the Monster Mart, and if you go to SquatchDetectiveRadio.com, uh, there's a little memoriam uh, there to Karen, along with a picture of me in front of the mural in front of the Monster Mart, which by, uh, just so happens that she painted. So... Um, but tonight, uh, I, I think we're going to, uh, I mean, you have some things you want to talk about. Um, and, and I know um, uh, I, I have so, I have a pet peeve I want to talk about. And, of course, it's one of my favorite pet peeves. It's about media bias. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's, and, that's uh, a good one. <laughs> and we, it just so happened, I, I was reading an article the other day, and it just uh got me on a roll about media bias, and I, I've written a lot about the media in uh, Bigfoot. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I hate peeing. I, you know what? I should not even look at... Uh, I, I am not looking at the chat room, because every time I look at the chat room, it just me out of somebody being and, uh, uh, that, I'll watch the chat for questions. If anybody's got a question right. in the chat, just type it in camps, please. Yeah. Oh, call in number. Call in number. Yeah. What is it? Uh, 347-996-5800. Three, three, <laughs> <laughs> zero, zero. 
But uh, just a, a couple of things. I want to do a couple of shout-outs. I want to shout-out to Jay Valenti, out there in Washington State, and happy birthday to his son. I know he's, gonna, he's uh, going to a birthday party as we speak right now for his son. I also want to throw out some of those people I talked with, Leo Leon, uh, this week, and uh, John Johnson. I wanted to give a quick shout-out to those guys. Um, yeah, listen, yeah, well, Leah has actually got some uh, photographs she's sending me if you want to check them out. And uh, I'm going to try to get Jay Valenti on for next week. Uh, he couldn't make it this week, obviously, because of his son's birthday. But uh, And he's going to be talking about his role. I think we're going to talk a little bit about the 24-7 project, the Falcon 24-7 project. Uh, we had uh, William Allen Barnes on the show back in February. Uh, kind of gave us the outlay of what, what the project was. And we're going to have Jay on next week for a little bit to uh, kind of give us an update and talk a little more about some of the developments. Uh, one of the big developments is, is that now uh, they've added uh, to their team uh, Bill Dranginis, um, who uh, who obviously VirginiaBigfoot.com uh, and he is a, a really an expert in like infrasound equipment and uh, night vision equipment and imaging equipment. Oh, cool. And uh, and he's been uh, I guess added on as technical director for aerial photography platforms or something similar to that. Um, and of course, Jason is uh, the media relations guy. So we're gonna we're gonna hopefully get him on next week and uh, we'll be talking a little bit about that. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I had another thing is in two weeks. That's right. How can I forget this? And I'm kind of going off script tonight. Um, but uh, in two weeks, uh, I believe it's going to be the show of, uh, well, that would be 14 days, 926. Well, 926 is going to be a special day for us because it's our anniversary show here at Squash Detective Radio. And uh, it means Squash Detective Radio is officially four years old. Can you believe it? That's how long the show's been going on. Four years. So, uh, so we're bound to have, uh, we, we, we may actually do a two hour show that day, if it's okay with my co host. Oh, yes. Sounds good. And, uh, well, we'll line up some, we'll line up some, some audio clips, and we got four years of audio clips. So, it should, should be a, a fun show, and, you know, we always like to have some serious stuff, and of course, some fun stuff, and who knows, maybe, uh, Maybe Henry's uh, Ramen Soup clip will get played, even though it wasn't on Squad Tech Radio. It was quite funny. <laughs> but um, actually, maybe I'll play the clip with Henry May where the cat walked across his keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the show. Uh, that week, that week uh, the same week Henry was on Squad Tech Radio, the week he dropped the, the Ramen Soup in his lap and Henry had a cat walk across oh. his keyboard when he was yeah. on my show. And you hear him like, get, get, get. I'm like, what's your matter? I got a cat walking across the keyboard. Oh, yeah. Henry tickles <laughs> me to death, man. I was listening to him on one show, and his his niece came in the room. She was playing some little game, and it had some kind of music. You know, it's like, ching, ching, ching. It sounded like somebody beating on one of those little kitty pianos. And we were joking around in the chat room, said that's Henry's new theme music. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man, I about split aside. Everybody, I, I laughed so much my face was hurting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Henry's Henry's priceless. But uh, let's uh, let's get into uh, one of these articles I read. Now, um, for those who don't know, I, I kind of up there. I did an article on uh, SquatchDetective.com. Uh, let me just uh, do a couple of things here. Uh, and I don't know if that came across the air. <laughs> um, but uh, you know. I, you know, I felt it only fair uh, that, you know, for, for the Bigfoot Inquirer to have, like, how many other levels of Bigfoot researcher, uh, there are basically three types of skeptics. Um, type, uh, what I consider three types of skeptics. Type one would be the ignorant skeptic. And that is the skeptic who um, doesn't care to get the story right. And we'll, we'll go into each one of these a little bit. Uh, type two is the malicious skeptic, and, and that, that's a skeptic who has an agenda. Uh, basically, they, they, they're not really looking at you know the science, being open-minded, 
this is my theory, and I'm going to hammer it home for whatever reason. Be it, you know, my, you know, be it this person's psychological uh, need to do that or, you know, for fame or fortune or try to get their name out there. Like uh, somebody will explain in a second. And then again, type three is what I call the I've learned enough to be dangerous skeptic. Those are the, the, the types of skeptics that will write on a subject uh, such, as Big, uh, such as Bigfoot or Sasquatch, try to knock it down when they know some of the facts, but not all of the facts. And, yeah. uh, and, and they do it kind of harmlessly. And uh, that's what I want to get into uh, actually right now is an article that was written by um, Brian... Um, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, Ed uh, Grebanowski uh, from uh, uh, io9.com. And there was an article uh, called The Five Strangest Theories About Sasquatch. And this kind of also shows us where some of the fringe element of our own research field kind of nips us in the butt a little bit. But when you read it down the list, you know, in actuality, there's not only three or four, uh, three or four strange theories about Sasquatch. He's actually listing the predominantly thought of uh, belief of, about Bigfoot um, as one of the strange theories. And let me, let me. I, I have a brief, uh, abbreviated version of his article here. And theory one: Bigfoot represents a lot of species of hominid. On the surface, this theory doesn't seem crazy. Well, it's not. That's why. The deep forests and remote mountains of the world could hide a few evolutionary offshoots. Okay. Hmm. It, it's a lot harder to hide a sustainable population, though. Is it really? You know, um, <laughs> within a single habitat, any population below 500 would be considered severely endangered. Okay, that's moot. While it is technically possible such populations of large primates could exist in several places throughout North America and have escaped detection... Uh, it's incredibly unlikely. Well, who says? <laughs> and trying to explain away the scientific implausibility of this theory gives rise to increasingly arcane theories that follow. Okay, that, that's not true. Uh, you know, here's the untruth about this article, and, and this is uh, I can say it right off there. How is it unlikely? How unlikely is it? Where is this? You know, any kind of studies on? You know, how, how many new species a year do they find? You know, yeah. Frogs, you know, you know, you know. I, I just find it really, uh, you know, it's a biased article right off the shoot, which is all right. I mean, it's a blog or it's a, it's an article on like a website. I mean, that's fine to have a bias, but don't say it's incre incredibly unlikely. It may be unlikely, but it, it's not incredibly unlikely. Well, see, that that's what gets me, Steve, because that sounds like. <laughs> Like one of those reporters that doesn't know anything about the subject, but he like runs a crash course and, and reads four or five things on the internet, and then oh. he types up an article about it. You know, exactly. This gets better though. This gets better. But then the last statement says, trying to explain away the scientific implausibility of this theory gives rise to theories that follow, basically. So they're saying if. When, when scientific people argue with us, we go to these theories. No, we don't. Their belief, I mean, it almost sounds like this guy believes that we believe all the theories and we use these theories to fit whatever argument we're against. No, we don't. We really don't. Um, theory two, Bigfoot is a Native American spirit. Uh, and, and it talks about, you know, uh, it, I know it's culturally, it's culturally insensitive to include this on a list of bizarre theories. You know, dude, it's culturally insensitive to, to bash Bigfoot researchers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but an idea in religion or tradition doesn't make it any less ridiculous. Um, and then it goes on to say about blah, blah, blah. They exist in another dimension from us, but can appear in this dimension whenever they have a reason to. Very three. Very three. <laughs> Theory three is Bigfoot is an alien creature. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but at some point, researchers started noticing that Bigfoot sightings often seem to be accompanied by strange lights in the sky. 
No. No. I mean, at some point, researchers notice this. What's he talking about? Yeah. Bigfoot is so hard to find because he arrives on his spaceship, makes some footprints, <laughs> and then flies back home. Hmm. Yeah, unbelievable. Very four. Bigfoot is an invisible psychic monster from another dimension. Some Bigfoot sightings have been accompanied by not by lights in the sky, but rather weird flashes of light in the woods. Also seems to have massive footprints just end as if he were walking and just disappeared. Some people even claim to have seen a Bigfoot vanish into thin air. Therefore, he must be warping in and out of our dimension. Now you see why I get worried about some of these things. Uh, we we got a caller, but I'm just going to finish this last paragraph up here. And very five, Bigfoot is human with really nice hair. And this really relates to one specific Bigfoot sighting, the Patterson-Gimlin film. I'll admit that even in the face of contested declarations that it was a hoax, it's hard to watch the film and not feel a shred of doubt. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> uh, he also goes on to say that sexual crests are not are uh, generally appear in males in large primates, while breasts suggest the creature is female. Well, guess what? They all have sagittal crests. <laughs> uh, that is also completely wrong. But let me get to the caller here. I don't know who this is. Uh, 860, Eric, you're on Squatch Detective Radio. How you doing, Steve? What up, Billy? How are you, bud? Hey, Bill. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm currently looking into a new uh, Massachusetts sighting. I can't give much detail yet because I'm still looking into it with the eyewitness. I've been talking to her for about two weeks now and uh, sent me a couple of photos of some possible evidence. And she also uh, sent me uh, four plastic caps, one of them broke in the mail, so I have only three left uh, of the plastic caps, but they're interesting looking. And uh, like I said, I can't give the location. I can tell you it's in Massachusetts, but... Uh, I can't give the exact location due to certain uh, circumstances, circumstances. And, yeah, um, and um, how's your book coming along? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's kind of like this. I I get around to editing a couple of pages here and a couple of pages there. I I, I, I don't know. I just uh, I. I prioritize a lot of different things over that sometimes, I guess. So, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's getting there, and um, I haven't really put it on a high-priority list. I I don't know. Once the, the nastier weather starts to settle in, I guess I'll finish it up. And, you know, uh, it, it, it's amazing how fast this year went. I mean, I finished most of the text of that book back by, uh, I think, like the third week of January. And um, then, then I made a little mistake. I was having my son edit it, and he was doing a pretty good job, but then he kind of slacked off after about the fourth or fifth chapter. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, so what's, new, what's but, happening up in New York, Steve, about uh, Bigfoot? Well, hey, that's a good question. And uh, I, I actually just got done uh, looking into another matter um, in Washington County with another researcher. I'm not going to give out too many dubious details. It happened at a summer camp uh, within the last few days of the camp. Uh, it actually, uh, there was a, uh, apparently a dispatch of some law enforcement to the area. Uh, we did talk to some locals, and uh, because uh, that's just good detective work. I mean, if you get a, 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 a bite on something, generally if I stake myself out in an area and I find somebody to talk to, I'll start talking to them about it, and they'll know about something, and it leads into something else, which leads into something else. Bottom line is the investigation is still open. Uh, it, it's in a great location. It, it's very close to uh, uh, an area where there have been uh, historically uh, a number of sightings. And, um, you know, we continue to press on whether or not it was some camp prank or whether or not there was some legitimacy to it. We're still trying to parse that information. Where it was actually seen. But we know some, something happened that was uh, Bigfoot-related, that was dispatched, which incurred the dispatch of law enforcement, and uh, the how it was resolved, we don't know yet. But the location makes yeah. a lot of sense, so we had to take it yeah. for what it's worth. Yeah, better to keep a location silent, Steve. You know. Yeah. You know. Oh but, yeah. Um, but uh, Chris, what's new in Kentucky? 
Nothing this week, Bill. They uh, they started uh, deer hunting season opened up uh, a week ago Saturday. So uh, our normal places where we can go are, are pretty hot areas. They have bugged out. Yeah. <laughs> and they, uh, they, they make their rounds at this time of year. This is a really hot time of the year for our, our home area, I mean, like around the house. And uh, I think uh, maybe the deer season may have something to do with it, but that's just a theory. But nothing has been going on. Uh, my mother did report she had one apple tree robbed, but uh, I checked it out. There's no prints there, so it's just speculation. Darn apple thieves. Well, you know, I looked for some 11-year-olds with a stand, Steve, <laughs> and I didn't, didn't see any. So uh, it might be the same kids that got uh, Scott's peaches. I don't know. But they must have a stand set up out of the county somewhere. Yeah, see, I was, I was uh, reading uh, Cryptomundo on Facebook and stuff, and I saw that thing about, um, you know, what happened uh, to that woman down in Falls that, that owns Monster Mart and stuff, and... Yeah, she was actually a clerk there for many years, so I'm sure she got the brunt of a lot of different stories. I know when I had walked in there, uh, that particular area, eastern Texas, Arkansas, Texarkana, um, had really uh, been running into a drought. And when we got there, we started, you know, talking about it. They turned around and said, well, I haven't been many sightings around here because there's a drought on, and they're not around when there's a drought which makes a lot of sense. They go where the water is. So, uh, yeah, yeah very, very, uh, very interesting community. Uh, good time. Spent a couple hours there. It was kind of on a, I was headed on the way home from uh, eastern Texas, and I figured I'd take a little detour. It was only about an hour off the, not even an hour off the beaten path. So, yeah. uh, but, but very, very interesting. That's where I was introduced, and you know, Chris will get a kick out of it. I was introduced to the Redneck bottle uh, wine opener. Which is basically oh. a, a, a screw that you put into the cork. <laughs> um, the redneck bottle opener, uh, a huge black widow spider that was right outside the, the liquor store. And why we went into the liquor store is because I wanted myself some good old grain alcohol that you can only get down in the south. You know, the kind that comes in the canning jar that looks like water, but definitely uh, will kick you in the pants if you have two, oh, three yeah. shots of it. And if you have four, you're going to hit the floor. <laughs> Great for colds and disinfecting well, wounds. Going stuff, but I'll be continuing listening to the show and uh, keep in touch. All right. All right, Billy. Thanks for calling in. That's our good friend, Billy Green from Connecticut. Cool. So, uh, But, yeah, that, that, that stuff is great for colds. It's also great for depression, hangovers, uh, you know, <laughs> celebrating important occasions like sunrise. <laughs> Um, you know, all those kind of things. Um, but getting back to our, our story about the, the, what this, this guy wrote, <clears throat> here's the kicker. This guy, Ed Grabianowski, um, is a website owner, um, and he just happens to write for io9. It's like some kind of, to be totally honest without offending anybody, but it's like a nerd website. It's all these techno geeks that go there. Um, so yeah, we're 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 being poked fun at by a bunch of nerds. <laughs> um, let let, well, let the little flat let the little flatlander go in the woods for a few days with one of us. He'll either come back in a box or he'll come back a man, one or the other. <laughs> um, uh, well, anyway, well, that's the thing. You know my opinion about reporters, Steve. I, I don't talk to a reporter, and the main reason is because most of them, are, they just try to make fun of the subject. And this is a very serious subject to me. You know, I know these creatures exist, but they don't have any idea, and so they try to poke fun. And I've even seen it on news reports before when they uh, they look at the camera and there's something said, uh, there's something in the woods, Bigfoot, you know. Like uh, I don't know, I just it seems like it's just a whole condescending attitude to me, and I really don't like that. No, not at all. And uh, you know, so this guy kind of falls into the class of what I call a guy who knows just enough to be dangerous. Right. He did right. some research. He read a couple articles on Cryptomundo. He read a couple articles on Bigfoot encounters. He read a couple other articles in the newspapers. And suddenly that makes him an expert, you know, on, on determining 
that, you know, for some reason that that this is, you know, highly, uh, uh, incredibly unlikely that there's a large, you know, to, to come out with a comment like that. But on his own blog, which is called, uh, his own website, rather, called RobotViking.com, uh, it, it's a website for role-playing gamers. <laughs> okay? <laughs> a role-playing gamer is making fun of us. So, again, let's take him out in the list for a few days. And, and he has himself listed as a publisher, managing editor, and mighty overlord. That's his title on his website. So, yeah, we'll take him into my domain. He'll, he'll be the mighty, you know, outhouse lord. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, well, see, that's the thing. For, for, for skeptics like that, I have an open challenge. You know, yeah. if you believe you're so sure in your mind that this creature does not exist, come to Kentucky. I will take you out, no charge, and uh, we'll we'll just convince you. You know, that, that's all it'll take. It just takes a little time in the woods. Exactly. Uh, let me just do this real quick. Um. We're having a little uh, bit of uh, having a little finger problems here with the computer today, but um, anyhow, uh, on on the article on SpotTicket.com, it, it comes up with a couple other flubs. Even though I don't have it in front of me, I can pretty much state this verbatim. But I think it was like uh, a few years back, there was the big ABC News article that where they had confused Ray Wallace with uh, Roger Patterson, and that was horrible because. They had a skill of the Patterson creature, and then they said, yeah, the family came forth and said that after the guy died that it was all a hoax because they found right. No, that's, that, that's Ray Wallace. That's not Roger Patterson. Mm-hmm. So this I is what I that. call, yeah, that's what I call the, uh, the, the ignorant research. And they don't care to change it because I wrote to them and spoke, and I even got a reply from one of the news editors that said, well, we'll check the, the authenticity of what you're telling us and we'll retract it if we find you're correct. They never retracted it, and they never, despite me emailing them back, they never, ever answered me again. They acted, they took, they took the ignorant path, they took the ignorant path, and they, um, uh-oh, now I have a switchboard problem. you got to be kidding me, right? Um, all right, hang on one second, folks. Now I'm going to have to... One of my two computers. I don't know what's uh, what has been going well, I on. Well, the, with... cha- the, the chat room is uh, keeps rebooting, Steve. Too. I think maybe Blog Talk's working on a few issues, trying to get them straightened out. Well, I, I've been having a problem with uh, Blog Talk on my one computer. So they did something where they actually changed something on Blog Talk that's causing this conflict. In my one computer, I, I run one computer at Windows XP, and I run one Windows Vista, and it's the one with XP that seems to be having the problem all of a sudden. Hmm. And uh, you know, it's been having problems with scripts. So I don't know if there's a, a, an update up there that has come out that you know they have not um, addressed on Vista yet, but I'm all up to date on everything, and it's just it's just driving me crazy. <laughs> I'll be sitting there looking, and I'll use that computer to run the switchboard, and then all of a sudden I'll get a message that says, you know, a script has caused this computer to stop running or slow running. I'm like, I'm not doing it anyway. And now, uh, you know, now my, there we go. It's just, I give up. (laughs) I give up with trying to figure out something. For everybody that's that's listening live in the chat room, just be patient if you get to... or booted, it'll bring you right back. So far, I've I've done been booted about three times, and it's brought me back every time so far. But just hang in there. Ah. Call in number three four seven nine nine six five eight zero zero. Any questions? Right. We want. Comments? We want to hear from you. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I did write a, a little bit of a blog, uh, too, as well, about media bias. And uh, uh, let me just bolster that real quick. It's one of the more irritating things as a Bigfoot researcher investigator is the constant flux of criticism, not from our own kind, but the media. And this one we get criticized by our own kind. 
Hang on, I've got to fix this before I knock that out. At least when we get criticized by our own time, there is some sort of logic and substance or such. But when media does it, it's usually by innuendo or by manner of blatant attack. Since the 1800s through the 1980s, Bigfoot was the darling story of the mainstream media. But since the 80s, the media has taken up to obliterate and create subterfuge around the truth. The mainstream media and the truth, unfortunately, have become an oxymoron. Read ABC's FOPA and, you know, my Squatspective.com's uh, article, Skeptics Buyer Beware, to understand that sentiment. But if there's a darling child of the mainstream media now, it is the American Chupacabra. Many months ago, debunked on the History Channel documentary series, Monster Club, but ignored by in the media. Uh, I write for the examiner.com and covering cryptids of all types. I notice the media recently has a fetish with Chupacabra. Despite being very well known in animals most likely responsible are coyotes, wolves, or hybrids of such with manes rendering them hairless, the media likes to play up the Chupacabra card for ratings and or filler. Usually the last line of the article will state the obvious, that it's basically a, and most likely it's a coyote with mange. But with Bigfoot sightings, they always dwell on the negative or pick the craziest people at times to render an opinion of what old Harry really is. So, you know, that's just an eye-opener for folks. Keep your eyes open. Take a look at it. You'll see what I'm saying. You know, you'll see that, you know, look at the Chupacabra stories, how nice they treat these people. But... If, it, if, it, if it's something about Bigfoot, we got to pick the craziest people to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, Bigfoot comes in town skateboarding. Now, what the hell are you know? <laughs> oh, uh, I, I just don't get it. But, you know, it, it was like the, uh, you know, National Geographic. Is it real? Uh, who do they talk to? They talk to a person <laughs> who Bigfoot comes up knocks on the door, asks for garlic. No. <laughs> or they talk to a guy from Florida. <laughs> we all know who that guy is. He's kind of not, a lot of people say he's not on the up and up. They've had some questionable videos and or photographs. Um, and who's a little bit crazy himself. Mm. But that's who they choose to go to. Um, right. You know, I, I've often wondered, you know, like, like there's some researchers that, you know, are great people, and I don't like to knock anybody. But there was a, a, an A&E special many, many years ago, I believe it was in the late 90s, and it had a Bigfoot researcher sitting out there trying to play drums in the field to draw them in. Now, while that may be what you do, don't we think for one second that maybe we should, maybe, maybe, just maybe as a researcher, I'm going to, try to hold back on showing the world and the mainstream media that I actually do something this crazy? (laughs) Well, uh, you know, if if you have to dance naked around the fire to bring them in, you know, that's fine, but don't demonstrate that on on national TV, I wouldn't think. I know, I, I'd be afraid of the, I, you know, I was afraid of the dark. If you did that, Chris, I'd be afraid of the light. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we have another caller, so let's get the caller. I'm caller from the 318, whoops, man, we had the caller. There we go. Caller from the 318 area code. You're on Squash and Tech Radio. Hey, Steve. Um, hey. Uh, uh, I'm reading your, your, your frustration about the media, and... <clears throat> I would like you to turn you into a, a different avenue, if you will. Um, okay, he has a show. On, he has two shows on Block Talk Radio, Johnny Henderson. Okay, he had a, a guy on, Cal, that would explain the bias of the media of everything. It's not just Bigfoot. It's not... It's not the government. It's, it's everything. That oh, is yeah. that is your frustration. The truth is not being told. Okay, and yeah. it has been for not for quite a while. But what, what do you think the media is holding back, saying Bigfoot? I, I, I don't think I, I don't think the media knows Bigfoot's real. 
I don't think they're well, hiding anything. Well, the media is really hiding anything about Bigfoot. It, it, I it, think. Listen, listen, listen. I mean, uh, his his show is Wayward Son Radio on Block. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can you can listen to him. Okay. But my point is, it doesn't matter what it is. I don't care if it's the sky is blue. The media is going to tell you different. That has been since 1943. So don't don't point the fingers at the media people. Just throw your uh, bowling balls at the TV because it's not real. What they're telling you is not real. Okay. Well, thank you for your input, sir, and we appreciate your call. Any other questions for me or Chris? No, I don't have any questions. I'm just telling you, um, it's the truth. Okay. I mean, that, that that's what I'm doing. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in, and, and that's what we want to hear. Is we want to hear people's opinions. We want to hear their... their uh, Chris, you have something to add? No, no, it's very interesting, you know, uh, it's uh, hard to understand why the media is being so biased about the subject, okay. uh, like right. you pointed uh, I mean, it out. If, to, okay. I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't, I'm not going to take all this thunder away, but what, in 1943, everybody got together and said that this is what we're going to do. What I'm talking about everybody, I'm talking about the people with money, Okay. And they decided that the reason that we're having this problem is because of the media. The media is putting out too much. So, therefore, we need to stop it. And in, in what I'm pointing you all to listen to is going to be Walter Conkright. Y'all, y'all remember him, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. In all of his, uh, in all of his years... Of, of service in all of his years of on the broadcast news he said I was never ever allowed to say the truth okay alright well we we appreciate your call caller I, I, um, you know um, well, thanks for calling in and uh, hey I, we'll, we'll catch that it's wayward Sons Radio, is that what it's called, on uh, Blog Block? Right, and and he also has a, sh- has a show with Nathan, which is about Bigfoot. Um, that's how I got thrown over to his show, was uh, it's um, uh, Chasing Night Shadows. Chasing Night Shadows. Hmm. We'll check it out. Okay, we'll check it out. Okay, thanks for calling. Okay. Look, you know, Steve, if they... Uh, what what going to happen? What's going to happen the day that these creatures are brought to light? What's going to happen? It's going to shock the world, you know. I'm just shocked the media. I'm just shocked the media has been lying since 1943. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I have a hard time grasping uh, of this great, you know, uh, Machiavellian conspiracy when it comes to. You know the media. Uh, you know they're not all telling the same story. Um, that's for sure. Especially nowadays, uh, we all know yeah. there are certain channels that lean one way and certain channels lean the other way. <clears throat> I think there was a big meeting in 1943 because in 1943 they were developing. They started developing the A bomb, <laughs> and I think that had a lot to do with the media getting together and say, "Hey." We can't talk about this because it's a military and strategic, um, you know, uh, advantage. <sighs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I you know, hey, uh, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I, I guess I'll give the show a listen, and maybe we can get some more facts on it. But um, very interesting to see what, what kind of theories they have on what Sas Big Old Harry is, or or um, Sasquatch, or Whatever, but we'll we'll see. Um, Chris, you were covering something when the call came in, so. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Daggone it. At least you got me started about the media now. I can't think of what I was talking about before. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, the, the problem is with the individual. I mean, but like, for example, Cal Corp. And uh, I've mentioned the good, good colonel on several times. And he's just one of those guys that, that spent a lot of time and a lot of energy and was running around a certain radio program uh, saying, well, I'm a, member, I'm a colonel in the Israeli Secret Services. And, and uh, I, I'm a special oh. operative and an anti-terrorist dude yeah. and, and all yeah, this that and guy. that. And, you know, and, and actually, he did write an anti-terrorist book, from what I understand, it, it's halfway decent, but that, that doesn't make you a, a Bigfoot researcher by any stretch of the means. You can be an anti-terrorist operative, and, you know, that doesn't give you any kind of investigative, well, it may give you some investigative experience, I guess, but... But um, to sit there and bash, but then again, as it turns out, he's, you know, a colonel that, hey, boy, come on in here, let me give you 50 cents more an hour, you're now a colonel in my security guard company. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't know, I, I do think, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> he's a colonel in his own mind. <laughs> oh, no, he's a colonel with his company anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he puts his little... He puts a little badge on this on this camouflage thing. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and they tried to Google the name of the company he, he says he works for, which is the Israeli Secret Services. That's a security guard company, a terrorist security company. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> find him on the you can find him on the web at www.israelisecretservices.com. You know. <laughs> You know, it's like, well, how can it be secret if he's telling everybody he's part of the Israeli Secret Services? <laughs> anyway, hey, you know, he also saw the OJ. He also was a uh, claims to have been a uh, on, on the um, OJ Simpson prosecution, which is totally false. He also claims to have uh, either himself or been part of a team, depending on which interview you're listening to, solve the Kennedy assassination. And, you know, this is the guy out there that we're all supposed to say this guy's credible and saying when he says this, we have to believe him. Mm. And uh, I, I say this to anybody. Um, I'll say this to anybody. Um, um, check out what anybody says, including myself. If you don't want to take my word for the gospel, please don't. You know, check it. Check what I say. You know, when Clark was saying some of these things, I was, all right, I want to I wanna look into this. And then as I started looking into some of the, everything he said was nothing but a dead end, something that, you know, but as, and that is, he's one of what I call one of the malicious skeptics. You know, yeah. but I, I, you know, is he part of some great conspiracy? Hell no. He's not even part of the media. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, he's one of those that seeks attention, you know. No. He's an attention seeker. <laughs> but, you know, and then and, and there's looking at some of the comments in the chat room, and yes, the media has been a good way to control the masses. And in some instances, yes. Uh, in some instances, they incite the masses. Let's not. Forget the countless images of the Rodney King beating we saw on television, yeah. you know, or the, uh, you know, that that's definitely not there to control the masses. You know, there there is great proof right there that that if it was there to control the masses, then why in the world would they show something that would incite the masses? Now, then you even have the deeper arcane type of of uh, conspiracy there to say, well, they wanted that to start the race war. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I don't know about uh, the media's job yeah, I, to control uh, people. And, and, I know one uh, thing. Uh, Once it come, go ahead, go ahead. Sass says, is that not control? Absolutely, it's control, but that doesn't mean it's some grand conspiracy. You know, and, and that was my point. Uh, it's a good way to control the masses, but when I hear control the masses, that means kind of keep them in check. You know, so, uh, you know, I apologize if, if it was kind of a, a, uh, a breakdown and maybe definition. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, anybody has control of the masses. You know, uh, this show could have the control of a small group of people if it wanted to. If it came out with a, a good enough storyline and, and, and molded something and, and then put it out there. You know, I, I could give a summation on how, you know, putting an ice cream cone on your head will catch a Sasquatch and, and this is the reason why. And I could do three months of that and you bet your bottom dollar that somebody somewhere out there in Radio Land is going to go, hmm, I'm going to try that ice cream cone thing. (laughs) So, so, you know, we're actually part of the media. So, oh, (laughs) dun-dun-dun. Oh, no. Uh, Don't tell me I've become what I hate. (laughs) Um... <clears throat> that, that is pretty. That's a pretty. Good, that's a pretty good kicker, though, about the ice cream cone. I mean, but that—that's the truth. And that's the, you know, and it's looking at. <laughs> uh, I just got called a nut. That's very true. Um, well, uh, well, it depends on. Uh, um, yeah, well, you know, that's what you know. They, they think that it's more subversive than than we realize, and I agree. I agree. I mean, if if you look, and that's why, if you look, and that's why I, I, I said, check it out. That's why my my blog ended with it. Hey, check it out. Just, you know, keep your eyes open to this. Why are they pushing the chupacabra all of a sudden? Why, instead of, you know, why are they bashing Bigfoot and, and pushing chupacabra? You know, and I can say this, because how much lobbying money does the lumber companies have or companies that have um, ownership in property where these creatures may roam. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, the day, the day after... <laughs> 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 Blogs and Blogs are part of the media. But Steve, I've always believed, though, you know, the day after they announce, or we announce, or whoever it is that brings these creatures to light, but anyway, the day after that these creatures are proven to exist to the world, two things are going to happen. Okay, I believe camping equipment is going to go way down, and the price of lumber is going to go way up. Yep. Yeah, you may, you, may, you may be just right. You may be very right there. Uh, I, I know one thing. The price of beer is probably going to remain constant. <laughs> I don't know. It might go up, too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, J.C. says the only media I pay attention to is the Sp- is Spice Channel. Oh. Uh, <laughs> J.C., Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah yes, yes. That's right. Next week we'll do the news in the it will do the news in the nakedness. And yes, uh, just make sure we wear our long ties, that's all. And it's a tie, a very long one. Oh my lord. Well it was a very entertaining and lightning conversation and, and you know what? The cool thing is is that we put some of these ideas out there. It wasn't necessarily on point topic tonight of Bigfoot, but it gives us something to think about and that's what we try to do sometimes when when uh, our guests don't, uh, we don't really necessarily have a guest lined up, is we try to give some thought and uh, some some countenance to our our listeners out there to think about some of these things. I had a great caller, uh, a caller from Louisiana earlier about the great conspiracy theory. Hey, it's his opinion. I'm not going to call the guy crazy. I don't subscribe to it, but you know what? Maybe I'll. I'm going to give a listen to his shows, uh, those shows, uh, give me something to do on my days off, and uh, we'll see see if there's anything to that. I mean, that's what we can do. we got to keep an open mind to many things. Um, that's right. Uh, next week, we're hoping to get on Jay Belenny. We're also hoping to get on uh, an old friend of mine who uh, took a video way back when, because there's been a little sparking interest in the baby video, again, thanks to a Facebook group. And they put some stuff out there. It wasn't necessarily uh, entirely uh, enough information for people to understand. Uh, 
some people thought they were just pictures and and uh, so we're going to be redoing some of that and revisiting that on squatchspective.com again uh, this time with a whole new uh, line of software to hopefully get some better pictures out of that video um, uh, again on the 26th we'll be having our four year anniversary show uh, some 250 shows later something like that um, cool <laughs> I, I forget. Maybe it's 200. It's it just, it, yeah, it's got to be uh, probably about 175. i got to actually do a show count, see how many shows we've actually done. It's just, you know, it was counting after the first 50. You know, it's like, okay. Um, but, all right, folks, uh, again, we'll be back next week. Uh, boy, what a quick hour. Kind of flew by, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Time yeah. flies when you're having fun. Absolutely, and um, you know, there's nights that, uh, yeah. And again, uh, folks, I will be uh, writing blog talk tomorrow about the uh, um, I'm reading the chat room again. I apologize. We'll be uh, <laughs> I'll be writing a letter to blog talk tomorrow, um, and that's right. Uh, thank you, Bob Coyne, for reminding me of that. Uh, I'm going to be a, uh, a guest on Bigfoot Quest on uh, the 28th of this month. So I'll be on Bigfoot Quest. On the 19th, I'll be on Par- uh, Paranormal Guys on Blog Talk Radio. That's a Monday night. That's on the 9th. And then, uh, oh, oh. yeah, right. Wow, I'm just so messed up. Two weeks and a day later, I'll be on Bigfoot Quest on the 28th. So, Folks, everybody, God bless. Be safe. We'll catch you all next week. Squash Detector Radio. Keep an eye out. SquatchDetector.com, SquatchDetectorRadio.com for updates or on Facebook. So we'll catch you all in a bit. Peace out. Good night,